1: Only have a few seconds. Can, you said you've been targeted over the last ten years? <clears throat> Can you describe what precipitated your targeting?
2: Yes. Um reporting the truth about Benghazi. I was attacked by one of those NGOs that masquerades as a nonpartisan watchdog in violation of its five oh one three C status. It occupies a highly partisan position. I'm talking about Media Matters for America. I'm sure there's many doctors in this room, scientists who've been attacked by the same people. Um, The same people that run that, David Brock, for example, another political assassin, now runs an organization called Facts First USA, which is designed to make sure that your research, Dr. Hazan, never never reaches the people or the public. There are other organizations like Defeat Disinfo, which claims to be a PAC that goes after disinformation, particularly set up to target COVID and throughout COVID with General Stanley McChrystal, and the other people that advise that organization. But what, you know, Senator Johnson, it's not a secret that these organizations exist. What is not widely known and talked about is that it's paid for by us. It's paid for by the taxpayers. In your omnibus spending bills that get shoved through the House and the Senate against the will of the people of this country, there are cutouts for these NGOs. And what they do is they launder this money, they pass it from one NGO to the next, and in the name of preventing the spread of disinformation they censor silence intimidate and punish i said that this is a death sentence for journalists it's how you murder a journalist without killing them it's how you murder a scientist without killing them it's how you murder a doctor without killing okay
0: that was laura logan she joins us in studio uh, that was you yesterday at senator johnson's this i guess prehearing we're going we should have one in the house but i guess he can't force a hearing because he's in the minority it was absolutely amazing. I think three or four hours was pretty mesmerizing. But what you talked about goes to many different things than just the covid <laughs> and everything like that. This NGO situation is uh, killing us on the southern border. Right. Because they're the ones walk us through this whole point about NGOs. You know, them, and it's not just the disinformation and misinformation of the media matters and all this that we're paying for part of this. But it's also what they're doing on the southern border.
3: It's not disinformation at all. In fact, one of the smartest things I ever heard someone say is that these are not non-governmental NGOs. That was that was a term that was made to hide the fact that these are really, you know, intergovernmental NGOs. They're working inside the government departments carrying out the business of government, but they give them an extra layer you know, uh, so that when you try to unwrap this, it's harder to get to the people who are really responsible and it's extraordinary to think that you could have uh, you know, ideological zealots who are doling out millions and millions of dollars of U.S. taxpayer money either through the Department of Health and Human Services or you have them through the USAID or through the State Department I mean, the State Department's Bureau of uh, Democracy, Human Rights uh, you know, is just doing I mean, they're handing out hundreds of millions of dollars all over the world. And they pass it to contractors, and the contractors hand it to NGOs, and the NGOs hand it to another NGO, and they've figured out a system. You know, this goes back to 1913 to the Federal Reserve Act when they uh, created 5013Cs and made them tax-exempt. And uh, that's kind of uh, – they, they operate almost as a shadow government, Steve. And, um, and we saw this when John Solomon – Remember when he was so attacked over Ukraine during the Trump Trump impeachment? Yes. Why did they go so crazy over that? Why, when they had the impeachment of Trump, was half the time on the floor spent attacking John Solomon? Because they knew John Solomon
0: was on to the real deal.
3: And what did John Solomon reveal, which I believe is still under the transparency feature on his website, Just the News, right? He revealed that the Open Society Foundations had been working with the U.S. ambassador in Ukraine and her embassy staff, and they were arranging meetings, directing meetings, directing the ambassador. Open Society
0: being Soros.
3: Yes, they were directing their policy in Ukraine and who they could investigate for corruption, who they couldn't investigate and so on. And that's what – and John Solomon showed open society
0: – You mean not just taking it – not taking it from Trump's appointees at State Department but really reporting to the open society guys, the source guys?
3: Well, it was that woman, Maria, what was her name, Yovanovich? Yes. That horrible woman who was the ambassador there, who, um, who told every, the government of Ukraine when Trump was elected, oh, don't worry, he's not really in charge. You know, all these, all these unelected uh, bureaucrats like Maria Yovanovitch, like that, that um, traitor, uh, Vinderman, they were a disgusting human being. Currently running for Congress in Virginia. That's his brother, the twins. Remember, they're both awful. But, oh, um, I thought Vindman himself was running.
0: Is, is he? Tw- yeah, I think it's him. It's oh. him.
3: Well, the the, twins awful the too, lieutenant colonel, loyal. the guy who didn't yeah. make colonel who sat yeah, there sitting in the president of the that's United him. States what his policy on Ukraine yeah, should be. Him. Him. Yeah, because he knows best, exactly. right? The guy who admitted on the floor of the house during the impeachment hearings that oh, they offered me a, a position in the Ukrainian government as a as a defense that's the secretary of defense and Laura I didn't Long report n- it.
0: She knows not only how to put the knife in but how to twist, right? I'm Sicilian.
3: Twist. You know, by birth, I got some Sicilian blood running. And now, in me.
0: And now, now a Texican. That's like Irish, the worst, Sicilian, that's, African
3: who now lives oh in Texas. God. Watch out. Good Woo. That's, <laughs>
0: that's, that's next level. <laughs> so the, the NGOs have been all over and exacerbated because the, the thing on the border is not chaos. It's very well thought through. Right by 100%.
3: Eight. Just look at what Biden did before he even took office. I was down on the border between the election and the inauguration. They were all across the southern border. They were building facilities ready to take in people. Because remember, Border Patrol is not designed. Those facilities are not meant to be long term. They're not designed to deal with 1,000, 2,000, 15,000 people Processing a day. Processing
0: and get you into the country.
3: Get in, get out. Right. And so what Biden had to do because he knew he sent Jake Sullivan and another woman um, who was in a previous administration. He sent them all over uh, Latin America and they went out telling the cartels, telling everybody that they were going to open the border and the policy was going to be more humane. Everyone knew what that meant. And at the same time, he brought in three open border ideologues from the Open Society Foundation to run his open border policy. But, you know, Steve, this is the thing people keep missing. It drives me crazy. I've been saying this for years. Look at the United Nations, this is a globalist policy yep. where they recognize the the UN's 2018, the, co- the, compact the Global on, Compact on right. Migration. Yep. They recognize migration Walker, as a wa- human yeah. right.
0: Walker audience through why that's so powerful. as a railhead type of document.
3: Well, because when you look at the Biden administration, one of the very first things they did when they took office was they removed the word illegal from our dialogue. They told the Border Patrol and Customs and Border Protection and basically the entire federal government, you're no longer allowed to use the term illegal. Why? Because we they are implementing the the UN's policy on migration that has made migration a human Right, And what do they preach? That there is no such thing as God. There is no such thing as unalienable rights that come from God. What we want is uh, human rights that are made by man that are above the sovereignty of nations.
0: From the French Revolution, the, the, the uh, declaration on, on, uh, on the human rights of man.
3: Yes, of course. Yeah. So, the, and that policy is a globalist policy, which is why you've got all these great journalists that are down on the border that are doing extraordinary work that are finding these manuals that are made by IOM, the International Office of Migration, or UNHCR or other UN agencies that give a step by step guide to people on how to cross the globe and reach the United States of America. Because now this is your human right. You're not, you know, it doesn't matter that you're breaking the law, there's no illegal in this anymore. And if you look at from Jen Psaki to the moron That they've got there now in the White House, Karine Jean Pierre, right? They use the language of the globalists because they talk about irregular, regular, and irregular flows of migration. So it can't be illegal because we don't care about sovereign rights. We don't care about sovereignty of man or the sovereignty of nations. We care about our implementing a policy which is designed. I hear people say all the time, well, they're going to get them to vote for the Democrats. Let me tell you, you got people coming from the villages in Guatemala who don't even speak English. Okay, they're not going to the polls. What they're doing is in, in sanctuary states, they are providing the room that the pollsters need, that they need for the cheat. Because when you, for example, Eric, right? You know that's the electronic yeah. voter registration yeah. system. When you are in a sanctuary state, you got the, the ones census. Supposed to
0: make sure that all the all the voting rolls are, are perfect and interlocked to the supposed states.
3: to be, but yes. they don't. What they right. do is you're not allowed. Right. You as say you're California, you're a member of Eric. You do a census, you count all the illegal people. You're not allowed to ask c- yep. citizenship or status for censorship, right? And then you send that to Eric. You tell them this is how many registered voters we have. Eric puts them in their system. Now when you show up at the polls, all oh, you you're in the ERIC system. There's no check there on your citizenship. What do they need more than anything else to cheat? Why did they have to stop the count on the day of voting? Because you cannot end up with more votes than registered voters. Then everybody knows you cheated. So when they pause that voting and they do the fake, you know, we've got a waterline break, we're out of paper yeah. or we're too tired or, to count. Or, or whatever it happens to we're too be tired, right. Yeah, we're too tired right. to count you know what they're really doing is pausing so that they have time and who do they use they use all of those people who are who they have registered to vote who don't even know where to vote how to vote what they would be voting for don't even know they can vote and by the way they can't because they're illegal they use that as cover And and that's that's one of the many, many, many ways that they cheat long before you even get to the polls. They're registering those people and counting them. And that's also, by the way, how they increase their representation in Congress.
0: Right. In the different districts
3: with the
2: population.
0: How how do you have a how do you're from Texas now? How do you how do you solve this if you have a, a house that even when they went through the woke and weaponized, you couldn't get all the Republicans on board? to, like, gut, there's still money in this budget today. This is one of the reasons we're fighting so hard to shut the government down this Friday, at least partial, and then shut it all the way down on the 8th. How do you get, um, when people won't take the woken weaponized out? Because this is now, because of your reporting in War Room and other places, this is kind of known that your taxpayers yes. are paying for their own destruction. Yes. Why is it, and even in Texas you see half the Republicans there are quite soft on the securing of the border.
3: Yes, you're 100% right. Well, oh, first of all, I'm a journalist, right? So I believe in solving everything with the truth. I believe that when you get the truth out there, there are good people that do the right thing. And and it's it's up to them to decide to do that. My job is not – I'm not an activist and I'm not a politician. And I'm certainly not a lawyer in a court of law trying to prove a case. When are we going to get you to be a politician? Never. Why? I'd rather stick needles in my eyes. Why? As someone said. For
0: good of your adopted country, you're the type of firebrand we need. I heard you're you're the type of person we need up here banging heads.
3: No, because when you come up here, you get eaten alive by the machine. You
0: wouldn't get eaten. If, if Laura Logan's going to get eaten alive. I don't think so. No, you're, you're right. hundred percent I'm right. Because I'm get, never
3: coming up here. No, you're going <laughs> to get eaten by
0: these guys and put the fear of God in them.
3: I was born MAGA, to be a MA, journalist. MA,
0: no, MAGA is a, is a female-driven... Because it's the whim that gets stuff done. The guys are going to talk about it. You're going to come here and bang some heads. Seriously, why are you not running for Congress? Well,
3: because I'm good at lighting fires under people.
0: We need fires up here. We need. We need to. You know, we need fires up here. I'm and being. I'm being very serious. Never your journalism. Never your journalism uh, is amazing.
3: I just want Alex Trebek's old job, right?
0: <laughs> no, <we're laughs> I just not... want
3: to go and sit on a beach somewhere. But you and some do, un- but, but you
0: understand. I know. Be with my but, children, but you would love to do that, and I, I would. would love to be in a I sailboat would. going hanging out, but. You, at, at this time in history, you can't do that, right? No, you cannot. Because this is a unique time in history oh, right no, now. Oh, no,
3: no. It's not even a unique time in history. We have literally never been here. We have never been at this point. We have a short window. You know how it is before an election? For six months before the election, they're going to get nothing done. Nothing. Because anything they, they're going to say, oh, we're too close to the election, that will be viewed as partisan. You know, that would be inter, you know election interference. We couldn't possibly do that. So you've got a short window, maybe, maybe inside of 90 days. Is that what we have to actually get something done? What has the weaponization committee done? Absolutely nothing. I mean, there's no chance that Jim Jordan would be speaking to me at this point if I was on the Hill. There's just no chance at all, you know. And uh, that's
0: exactly why we need you on the Hill.
3: No, but but Steve. I don't.
0: It's self-evident. I, self I know the the war room chats a thousand percent. You you would raise an incredible amount of money to win immediately.
3: I can't you raise need, enough money to do my own job no, as a no, journalist.
0: You, you, you would be you would be you would be a, a a global you are a global international figure in journalism. But it's like, you know, Jack Kennedy was a journalist at one time. Right. He started he started he wrote a book before the war. He covered the U.N. after the war, after his after his time in the U.S. Navy. And then he went into politics. It's a natural segue, particularly your knowledge, your knowledge base and the way you can connect things and the way you can communicate. You're a communicator. Yes. In, a, in an increasingly complex world, we need communicators that can help people understand or give them access to the kind of facts, which you are. You're very fact-based. You're, you're quite unique.
3: I heard a woman say this once when a guy asked her out. She said, I would rather shovel goat And that's how I feel.
0: You're a tough one. We're taking a short break. Lara Logan's in the house. She's not in the house yet because we haven't talked her into it. Texas would be proud to have you there. Short break. Back in a moment. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of. 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold, They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon. At nine eight nine eight nine eight, action,
4: action, action. Here's your host,
0: Stephen K. Bannon. Let me take this in a different direction. When President Trump wins, mm-hmm. and if he was to ask you to be the head of DHS, what? would you say yes?
3: No, I've got no business heading up Department of Homeland Security. First of stop, all, I'd want to stop. burn half of
0: it to the ground. Hello, okay, that's the one reason you should be here. I'm, 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 I'm. It's serious, actually. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste the. You're in D.C. very infrequently. Our mm-hmm. audience loves you. I wouldn't be wasting precious time with you if I thought this was just some goof. I'm not goofing. You're exactly the type of person. Remember, I tell people all the time the Tea Party movement and its its uh, and uh, its antecedent, uh, the MAGA movement, is a movement driven principally by women. And a lot of these women have not had any involvement in politics until after they had a couple of cho- – they had a family, became the CEO of the family, uh, children. And they realize – like in college or after college, they were not active. Now they're very active because why? Women get things done. Guys talk a lot of you – know, they talk – women get things done. And that's why – I'm a big advocate. And it's not a gender thing. It's a big advocate for a woman being President Trump's vice president because I see the killers that are there. In these women, they get five or six of them, I think would be terrific vice presidents. I think you would be amazing as head of DHS. You know why? You have guts, right? You've been in foreign battlefields all over the place, including when you were pregnant. You've, been, you've got guts, you have moxie, you have street smarts, you're intellectually brilliant, and you're tough as boot leather. You're not going with somebody, these people are gonna, first off, you go into a place like DHS, as you know, cause it's both anti-terrorism, of which you're kind of an expert, and the southern border, first off, the administrative state is playing the political appointees. They just want to tap you along for, uh, you know, to, to, to like they said, we're in charge, not Trump's in charge, what Yanovich said. The apparatus, the deep state and the administrative state say she's just here for a while, tap her along. You're not that person. They're not going to – what do you mean? You'd be, you'd be blowing people up there every day. You're lying. That information is not correct. Plus – you would be down on the southern border. You're, I've actually convinced myself now you're the perfect pick. <laughs> Steve, no, you're the perfect pick. No, Steve, What's this holding you back? This it? is your adopted country, and you realize in your adopted country that we're in a crisis right now. Are we in a crisis right We yes are or in no? a crisis right now. And every patriot should be at the ramparts? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Your every pa- person, every person, I, I,
3: patriot and, or not, and, and, every person who cares. about And so, about if this President
0: country, Trump was to ask you to come in, or even go in the West Wing and be on the National Security Council, with something to do not just with anti. The National Security, Security
3: Council has too many people. It should be slashed by eighty percent. It's with infiltrated that. by so yes. many spies. It's outrageous. Yes. And part of the problem. We with We tried them, to
0: do that with General Flynn. That we I, I got the. General Flynn
3: char- would have done it. That's I, got, I asked of General the Flynn. In, in, in
0: the first day of the administration, or when we in the transition, I said he went to D.C. with Jared. And president-elect, and I said, come back with the org chart for the National Security Council. Now, I had been a special assistant to the CNO on the day Reagan arrived. I came out of the fleet. National Security Council, I thought, was 25 people at the time. should have been. And the Pentagon was Kissinger and Brzezinski. And the Pentagon sat there and go, these guys run the world. And there were 25 of them. He brings back these charts. It's this thick. And General Flynn said, whoa, whoa. I said, General Flynn, I didn't ask for the entire Pentagon. Yeah. I just want – he says, no, Steve, there's 550 billets. I yeah. go, how many political appointees? He goes, about 30. Yeah. I go, we have over 400 second deed from the agencies. He goes, yeah, it's terrible. I go, they're all plants. Every one of them is a plant. So you'd be a perfect person to go in there and crush that.
3: Steve, I think what part of I'm the problem... What? We're going
0: to take an audience poll here. <laughs> in later. No, I, sir, I'm being serious. Would you take DHS? No. Let me ask you a different thing. If you were in charge, theoretically, yes. from day one at DHS, what are the two or three things you would do immediately... To make sure that your beloved Texas is not invaded, ma'am.
3: Well, I would enforce the law and uphold the Constitution. Those are the first two things that I would do. And um, and you can do that easily. I can't change the policy. You're making, the, you're making policy. the
0: argument right now that Joe Biden has every executive power he needs to shut down the border immediately.
3: Everybody knows that. One hundred percent. The only thing that's changed between two thousand sixteen and two thousand twenty is the policy. Everything it's the same people. It's literally was the same people under Obama. I mean if you look at customs and border protection and border patrol and all of these agencies, they haven't shifted their mission. It remains exactly the same. Literally the same buildings. That's why when they were jumping up and down about Trump's putting people in cages, it was a joke. Because those facilities were built under Obama. They were not built under Trump. And Biden built more of them. But what Biden realized is that because of the optics of Trump, he had to make sure no one could see it. The only reason we're talking about this now is because there's an election coming up. I mean, if it weren't for that, the border would be as invisible as it was last year and the year before and the year before that, because literally nothing has changed except the numbers are going up. And that's not going to change unless you close the border. You opened your border. You literally moved agents from jobs where they were vetting people, trying to figure out, is this a father and a mother? And are these their children? Now, boom, we don't do any of that anymore. We just shove them out there. We hand them over to an NGO and and give them away.
0: If you look at the state attorney generals, they confirmed that. That there's at least eighty-five thousand children here. We can't we can't follow anymore. They came That's across
3: just from the last fiscal year, right? That's from twenty-one twenty-two. That's not even including twenty-three to twenty-four. Doesn't even include that. There are four hundred and eighty-five thousand two hundred and I think fifty-three something like that. Has probably gone up. Now those were the official figures that were being given out by Customs and Border Protection since the beginning of the Biden administration. That's unaccompanied minors. Four hundred fifty thousand. Why do unaccompanied minors need sponsors if they're coming to reunite with their parents
0: right good question the, the reason question.
3: they're being allowed into yep. the country they have an exception to immigration law is because they're supposed to be reunited with their families yes. do you know Family that i work with america's future with general flynn yeah. and mary flynn and we do a lot of work in counter-trafficking one of the ngos that we work with in florida is a woman sylvia she's she's from el salvador she's worked in this forever she's finding girls on the street who are begging they're trying to break the law with petty crime, to be picked up by the police so they can be sent home because they are being trafficked and they want to go home. They're desperate. They've taken everything away from them. They don't speak the language. They don't know the culture. Okay. They've come here to be raped you, for you money. Ju- you just answered the question. You here. can't
0: turn this down. You could stop. <laughs> you, you believe that children are being trafficked in here for sex.
3: I know. It's not okay. I believe. I know. Okay,
0: you know. Then you could stop that. Could you stop that in a week?
3: We could absolutely make a massive dent in it, 100%. But, you know, if I was so law why enforcement. Taking,
0: why are you not taking this job? Because
3: if I was law enforcement, I would want someone who understood law enforcement to be you, in that job. Okay, no, you're going to have people underneath you. You, can get, like, you, can get, you look, get all these great people Steve, underneath you. They made General Petraeus head of the CIA. What did that man know about intelligence? He'd never worked a day in intelligence in his life. We call him General Petraeus in my house, by the way. Mm. Just letting you know that. But the, he was the,
0: he's part of the system. That's why they wanted him there, to make sure they had a safe pair of hands over there so the CIA could do I the mean. thing. But that's not true. Sure. Trump is a disruptor. He wants people in there, not anarchy for anarchy, say, to bring order there back. There are good was, people
3: who are also disruptors who are good for these jobs. I am fighting to the death for journalism. That's what I'm fighting for.
0: But in fighting for journalism, you're part of the information war, Okay. I'm I'm saying no, that I'm
3: part of yes, and the information war is, is the, based
0: on truth. And however, it's the entire field of however, battle right now. It 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 is the entire field of battle. When you're out of power, once you're in power, you have both information where You have to make sure you put your narrative out and you put the facts out so people understand what you're doing. But then there is the nitty gritty of actually getting it done. President Trump's first term was stolen from him because, as you know, from Russian interference to all of the administrative state. Yes. Okay. Now, and remember, we won in a come from behind they never expected. Now, and this is why Project 2025 is so important, etc., but they're waiting for us. Rachel Maddow, we started with the show today don't. with her kind of resignation last night. They took part of my speech from CPAC and they said, oh, Steve Bannon is Trump offensive, where I'm talking about how they stole the election from mm-hmm. Trump. Because they understand right now, as it stands today... Even if they try to steal it, we've got enough aspects out there to stop them, or at least to thwart most of it. That Trump will be president, and this time he's coming back. He understands the process. He understands the system. And he's going to have people Steve. like you around him that are killers. Steve, does g- the RNC
3: know. what are they doing about the fraud? Nothing. But it's the zero. same machine. That's where they fired. Same by. programs controlled by the same people. Do they have attorneys? Your
0: machine. Your machine. Your per- machine. You're a machine person. I remember.
3: Yes. I know, I know they use it to cheat because nobody, people think they vote on paper. They hand it to someone. They put it in a machine. It spits out a QR code. Who knows what that QR code says? How do you know if it okay. matches that piece okay. of paper?
0: You've, you've, once again, you've answered the question. Who's in charge of the security of the elections at a federal level to work states? DHS. This is why. OK, stop. You're the number one person, the smartest person about how you stop and shut down the border today. Number two, you're one of the leading people in the country about the trafficking of children from foreign countries. Number three, you're one of the biggest advocates of the cyber elements of stealing. One, two, three. That's your job. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. This is serious. Now I'm going to go on a jihad to make sure that you get that you're on the short list. It's not you should happen. definitely be. You should definitely be on the short list. It's not going to happen. First off, and I will then buy TV rights for your confirmation hearing. Do you know your wanna, confirmation hearing. Our longest confirmation hearing Wait, will be amazing. Let me tell you where. Will be amazing.
3: Let me tell you where I depart from okay. politics. Okay,
0: this is not politics. This is uh, the, politics. I will I'm not never be a politician. I going to be go, a, a servant of the people. I will never go
3: out in front of the cameras and say something that isn't true. of course, that's where you're perfect no, for the government. Trump. Officials lie all
0: the but time. That's not. That's that's <laughs> all that's, of them. That's not MAGA. This is total transparency. Uh, we want uh, you going go in front, of, no. in front of And then
3: it. they'll say to you, well, you know, maybe it's better if you don't kind of say that just yet because we got this thing going on and we got that going on and yeah, if we'll you do to that, that it's going we'll to do that, that. No, 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 no. This I cri- am, am going to tell the truth. Know, that's it.
0: But this crisis demands action immediately. It's It's like we're in a war. This is a wartime, you're a wartime I'm going to be there making sure that the people who
3: say they're going to do this, that they really do it. I don't, you know, even if it's Trump, even if it's you, doesn't matter. My job is to make sure you keep your word.
0: No, your job is to, <laughs> your, no, your job is to save your adopted country. You're one of the few people bringing it all together. First off, I'm you're, trying. One of the few, you're one of the few people to be here that's, that's essentially a combat veteran. You've been on every battlefield in the world. You were there for the Arab Spring. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, every, you were in every hot spot. You had the courage to go to every hot spot in the world. You're kind of like our own terror doll. You, you guys have been everywhere. You guys have not flinched. That's why the southern borders a war zone. Who better? I'm asking the audience who better put down Lara Logan on the border It put you in the rear Grand Valley, get cleaned up. One of the problems we have is that there are a lot of officials on both sides. That are taking money and looking the other way.
3: One hundred percent. You know no the movie Sicario.
0: You're, you're the you're I the do. person Sicario I'd want to put in there and run the operation to take down the cartels. If Trump asks and says, Who's the best person to oversee the war on the cartels we want to have? You would be one of the top two or three names. You have common sense, you have courage, and you're smart. Take a short break. I'll work next she's gonna stay over one more segment. I'll work on her. We'll have her we'll have her confirmation hearing rolling here <laughs> shortly. <laughs> I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting in dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickerts, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now, before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarroom.com. That's RickardsWarroom.com now to see the video. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. We're doing this segment right now uh, sponsored by Media Matters, Madeline Pelts. Uh, <laughs> Madeline, we love you. We hope you're yeah. <laughs> our marketing. No, somebody the other day, one of these guys were out there whining about Media Matters. I go, what do you mean we, Media Matters? And they, now they've got the whole, uh, they just put the annual report out of something. It's got everybody's picture in there from the worm. So we'll make sure Fantastic. we talk about it. I'm being very serious about this. And I'm a, we're actually doing, Laura uh, had to leave at 1130 here, but she's agreed to stay for another segment. Because I can beat her up some more and say that you've got to do it. You just walked into the trap. Okay. Your, your, your life's work and your reporting, the center of gravity of that is things about, like, the southern border and the sophisticated way that the NGOs are working as part of a quasi-government en- entity. You've dedicated your life, along with General Flynn and Jim Caviso and others, about this whole situation of trafficking of women for sex, but particularly children. Okay? Human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, of of women you've also are one of the experts in the uh, on the on voter integrity and even though some people in the in the around trump are saying you can't talk about january six you can't talk about this yes no you absolutely can talk about this you got to, to talk you have to talk about it because that's all they're
3: going to talk about between have, now and November you, you have to talk about
0: it and you have to refute it.
3: And you have and to stand up thing, for the truth. And, and
0: all those things, it leads to DHS, where it would be, or an advisor to, to, to President Trump. He needs hammers.
3: I am not What's, a political animal, Steve. I am don't not. Have to,
0: he, and you know Donald what? Trump's not a political animal. I, this is why he's a disruptor. He's not, the I The reason understand people that. love him, the reason people love him, he's not a politician. No politician would ever say the stuff Trump says. That's but true. He, he speaks truth to power, just like you do. But look at all the people in the party. There's a major problem with are the are you, party right now. Now? are you whining are you whining out? Are you whining out? Look at all the no. people this is so hard. Look at all the people are they gonna say bad things about you? Is that what <laughs> they're gonna say? They're going to say bad things about Laura Logan. They you getting another every day. You getting another <laughs> brawler in here, right? Another brawler. Of course
3: you're a brawler. I don't care if they say bad things about me. Of course you don't. But I do care about a party that isn't confronting the reality of the split in you the need, party you, though, you need, you need between to, the elites and the people. Would well,
0: you that's what you need to be in there and be part of it. This is how it's going to get pulled together. You're you're a you're not you were not born in the United States, but you understand the values of this country, and you understand the, 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 what the, the core source of the grit and, and stick and just basic old cussedness that is the backbone of this republic about what free men and free women do. You understand that virtually better than anybody else I know in the world. That's Trump's core characteristic. This is why Trump, this is why they hate him and they consider him a traitor to the ruling class because, as I say, in this city, if you're not in the room, you're not in the deal. And the American people haven't been in the room for 40 years. You saw this they at CBS. Not. That's very true. You, you went to one of the most, if not the legendary news organization of Edward R. Murrow and Cronkite and all of them, Eric Severite, all those guys. And when you got there, you saw the way the deal ran. That's not what they're, they're not there to report the truth. They're there. They have a angle of attack. To represent the apparatus, just like the New York Times does, the Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, Fox News, all of it.
3: I didn't realize it first, but yes. Over but time. after
0: years, over time, you saw that, and particularly as you started getting off, as you went off the ranch on the narrative, you yes. really found out. Oh, right? then you find you out. You were a super oh, yeah. people. A lot of people, younger people, may not know you were a superstar at one time for four or five years. Oh you yeah, were, you were the rock star. In investigative reporting on broadcast television, right? On Sixty nice. Minutes. Sixty Minutes. The, the, well. the mother I mean,
3: when when the Katie Couric opened the evening news, first time female anchor, they reported me embedded with the Taliban in Afghanistan. Yeah. Right, and no one was calling me a traitor, by the way.
0: Well, no, and by the way, you took every tough assignment. That's the other thing. Oh, I fought thing.
3: for every tough assignment.
0: Okay, and so here we're gonna have to fight for your confirmation too. Yes, you are. <laughs> I want the TV where I say confirmation. Here. First off, but let's. Talk, but the things you're working on, like yesterday, how did you end up at Senator Johnson's uh, thing? Because you speak the truth to power. You 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 realize early on there's something deeply wrong with the way this pandemic is being. And uh, you, uh, 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 from the world. day
3: one, that U.S. intelligence monitors every single. Bio lab that the Chinese built from day one. I mean, before when they were even thinking about building it, U.S. intelligence was in already which is, monitoring it.
0: Wuhan has been, been the medical center of the PLA since of the ten, since the Long March. And, I mean, it's not lost in them that that's not just no. biomedical centers at research universities. That's the heart of the People Liberation Army. It's like Walter Reed in Bethesda, right, in one yeah, central and, location. And also,
3: how many people do the Chinese save with their medical breakthroughs? They're not developing drugs right. to right. help you. Yeah, okay. they're not in the business of saving <laughs> No, folks. they're not in the business they, they of they saving people. They still think people. they have
0: too many, right? That's right, as Mel said.
3: And so U.S. intelligence knew from day one, but you couldn't report it because at the beginning of the, you know, the so-called pandemic, it was nuts.
0: What do you think is going to happen? Like Senator Johnson in the minority, but what we saw yesterday was unique because they had the conference for two days. But the concentration of uh, intellect experience and reputation that was there and that was only about a third of the people that oh, could come Oh yeah
3: there's a lot more there's like Dr. Aaron Cariotti, yes, who was you know the head of uh, medical ethics at uh, UC Irvine in California I mean he, that's the heart of the heart of the heart right of the progressive machine and he stood up and gave up everything i mean they fired him too because he said natural immunity is better and by the way as medical ethics guy you can't force people to have a, a medical interventions. And of course, they didn't want to say it yesterday. But why is nobody talking about the Nuremberg Code? Well, they don't want to talk about that, Steve. No, you're not allowed to talk about the Nuremberg Code, because then they're going to go all nuts. But the, the Nuremberg Code was instituted specifically to stop them doing what they're trying to do still with the vaccines and with these digital Make sure you didn't have a, a reprise of the
0: Nazi doctors.
3: Correct. Because, because the whole world recognized that it was pure evil, what the Nazis did absolutely pure evil, what they did in the name of science and what they did in the name of medicine. But they don't want you to say that. In order- is what
0: happened here is what happened here with this public health, what they did. Is that just a difference in degree, but not in kind when you talk about evil?
3: Uh, I don't think um, that when all is said and done, I don't think there's going to be really a difference in evil. I mean, is it different maybe if I stab you right in the face or if I shoot you from a thousand yards away? You know, is it cleaner if I shoot you from a thousand yards? It's cleaner, but it's still the same thing. I still murdered you. You know what I mean? And so, yes, in one sense, of course, it does feel extremely evil, the specter, you know, of, uh, of someone you know, taking a baby out of somebody's womb so they can do experiments on it. I mean, it's, it's unbearable, right? We can't even imagine it versus putting something in a baby that, you know, there's a good chance it's going to harm that child or kill them. I mean, when you know you're giving young people myocarditis, when you know that young girls are never going to have a baby for the rest of their life, don't you think that's the embodiment of evil as well? I mean, People like Fauci, they created AZT, remember with HIV, yeah. that mimicked the progression of AIDS. So people thought they were dying of AIDS, but they were dying from AZT. Look what we did to uh, gay people all over the world. I mean, I stood in the graveyards in South Africa when they would dig the graves for children for the, who would die that coming week from HIV. Hundreds and hundreds I and they, hundreds. They were, pre, were, pre,
0: were, pre, were pre-digged. Yes, know. they
3: had to because there were so many. And I was in those orphanages where they had HIV babies that were born to moms with HIV. And when, of course, for the moms, your immune system goes down when you give birth. And so that's when the HIV would take root. There were women in Malawi and all these countries who died of thrush because they had HIV. And there was literally no, they didn't have medicine and they couldn't even afford salt, which is what the Africans would use, you know, in places like Malawi when they didn't have money for medicines. Women died slow. Agonizing deaths. We just don't, because they didn't all die in one place, like in a concentration camp. We don't. Or in view front it. of the media,
0: they didn't die in the suburbs around New York City.
3: Nobody cares right. about African women dying in villages in Malawi where they're poor please, they don't care about that. What, they don't even care about the fact that Fauci did medical experiments on uh, young black and Hispanic children. That was document, well documented with the HIV epidemic. The, who did they take? They took f- children in the foster care system. They took the most vulnerable children with no parents. When I expose that, oh, oh, I'm bad for attacking Fauci? Are you kidding me? There's reporters for NBC News and others. When they used to be real journalists and they did stories about this stuff, they were the ones who so exposed it? You know that was years ago.
0: So, what are you going to, How are you going to take what we saw yesterday, this kind of pre-hearing, and put that into so this so the city and the media can't look away because that that's what needs to happen, right?
3: Well, that's a very good question, and and two things I want to draw people's attention to that uh, that they really that I think is really significant about that hearing and what I said is do do people in America realize that we are funding atheist networks across the world? That the State Department is doing that. And we're giving grants to NGOs that literally are attacking God and attacking faith and attacking religious freedom and attacking uh, freedom of speech, that the rights that we say are, you know, inalienable, that are are given to us by God. I know there's some moron that went from Politico, right, who went on TV and said that that was a crazy nationalist idea. I mean, do these people read the Constitution? Has she read the Declaration of Independence? Well, I think she believes in the,
0: this is the the cleavage, that we think that it, it's the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence and Jefferson's right. that These aren't rights, natural rights from God. She believes, as most of these radicals do in the French Revolution, which takes the exact opposite, says it but all comes from the state.
3: They haven't even done the basic thing of reading the Declaration of Independence. Well,
0: it's not important to them.
3: Well, they're zealots and, and our tax dollars are in their hands. And they're when finding- you say atheistic networks, so are the, you going
0: are you going full Christian nationalist on me?
3: Oh, I don't even know what that term means. It's a completely made-up term. That's information warfare at its finest, right? What it's, do you mean? It's BS. That is absolute nonsense. Because do
0: you think it's to back off Christians from not coming into the public space and, and, no, and be you, advocating it, their positions? You can
3: like it or you can not like it. But this country was a Christian nation from the beginning. It was established as a Christian nation. It was established on the principles of Judeo-Christian civilization. Okay, and that guaranteed religious freedom. But there were not 400 religions in America at the time of its founding, there was one. OK, and that was Christianity. Now, that doesn't mean that that you're not welcoming and open to Muslims and Sikhs and, and Jewish people, whatever, whatever. Of course, you know, of course, I mean, Judaism is the, one of the oldest religions in the world. Of course, that's a fundamental and profound part of Judeo-Christian civilization. Right. And so these are a part of who we are. But they want to rewrite that history now and make it that uh, now suddenly, you know, God doesn't even exist. I mean, this is—we are funding people the who left, maintain the, that God the left, does not the, exist. The,
0: the, the hard left would say that there was actually a religion here beforehand, and that was the pantheistic uh, beliefs of the Native Americans. The Indians have believed in spiritual and Gaia, and all the you know this yes. and that the, the yes. that, and that the 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 white Protestant and their sidekick Catholics European. Came here and exploited this, and were the colonizers, and we're the usurper. Just like they're saying the Israelis, the 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 Isra- Israelis in Palestine, it's the same argument.
3: Well, it is true. There was a, a type of uh, paganism, right, and cultural religions and things that existed here and all over the world. And you know what? Those groups conquered other groups, and they uh, massacred each other. They mask at each other, they did exactly the same thing. they just didn't win and uh, and
0: that's somebody that's what no one talks about. They had very sophisticated alliances versus geopolitics of course they did. this this was they were not uh, this was a very sophisticated war that we stepped into the middle of exactly that, and uh, why do the, you, le, le, even from the first uh, from the first uh, from the first thanksgiving right why the do the, you
3: know I live in the state of Texas where we have in my county we have the only standing treaty with the Indians. That still stands today. That has never been betrayed. And why do you think there were so many alliances between different Indian tribes and uh, white people? You know, whether they were Spanish people, by the way, whether they were from Mexico, whether they were from Germany, where they came from everywhere. I mean, so... They, well, the Indians
0: in Texas thought that the the whites were the least of the problem. The problem was the the Mexicans. There That was, was a tough war, Comanches versus... Uh, The Mexican was tough. The Comanches were probably the toughest as well. Uh, How do people get to your content?
3: So the rest of the story with Laura Logan is on X, but I will say these days, um, it's showing you know content not available, content not available when you click on the oh, episode. Can you hang on
0: for? One, can we hang through the commercial break? For we've yeah. got a couple of minutes on the other side. Of when you say content not available, Elon Musk, the absol- the free speech absolutist, yeah. is taking down your content. Well,
3: I don't know. Given what's that going we're banned, but given you can't watch we're it.
0: We're banned for in perpetuity. On
3: you're banned on X.
0: In perpetuity.
3: Seriously? Yeah,
0: ban- ban- we're banned everywhere. For what? For what was that for? I think it was election territory, or we said that we used the Thomas More quote that uh, put uh, Ray and Fauci's heads on pikes. They said, Oh, they call for a beheading. I said, No, it was a metaphor, but hey, who cares? It's- who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so called authorities is spreading like a bad cold. We can't quite shake it, but you are not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely and depend on yourself. Not sure where to start? Well, try this. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from MyPatriotSupply for just 60 bucks off. Think about that. $60 off right now. MyPatriotSupply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. I want you to think about that. Reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day. Sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. With My Patriot Supply. when you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship the same day. Save sixty dollars per kit. That is sixty dollars per kit at mypatriotsupply.com. Take action. Use your agency. Action. Action. Action.
1: Here's your host,
0: Stephen K. Bannon. We only get two minutes for Jam, but uh, as head of DHS, what would you do with the J six prisoners?
3: I'd uh, release them all because it's a travesty of justice. They were exercising their First Amendment rights. The judges are corrupt. There's not one single one of them that's had a fair trial. The 15-12 is going uh, to... I hope the Supreme Court justices yeah. will do the right thing Very and get rid of, of that felony charge for obstruction yeah. of Congress, which doesn't apply obstruction to of official proceeding, the obstruction, obstruction of an official proceeding. Where do yep.
0: people go to get your all your content? Because the thing you were doing on the series was amazing, but where do they the go? The rest
3: of the story with Lara Logan is uh, supposed to be available on X. I mean, we created that content. That's a multi-million dollar show. It's been suppressed and, on that? Well, when you click on some of the episodes, it says content is not available.
0: He's a he's a, he's a, a free speech absolutist. Well,
3: hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Elon what? and Kimball and James Musk, all the Musk boys, will fix it for a fellow South uh, African.
0: Okay. And uh, so you're on Twitter and where do yes. they go? Well, you go? you got a website. You go on X
3: and you can also go to okay. truthinmedia.com to see all the episodes okay. of the show. Yes. But I am I, I am pretty noisy on Twitter. On X, you're pretty, on X.
0: You're pretty noisy everywhere, except when you talk about being DHS. Well, I can't do it. <laughs> There's so many mean people in this town. The Republican Party has so many mean people. So what wait, are you? Are you going to give me a room? Are going to give me a room upstairs, <laughs> Steve? We'll do anything. We've got houses all over here. We'll put, we'll put <laughs> you in a safe house. Laura Logan, thank you so much. Thank, and thank you for staying so long. Good to
3: be here. Thank you, Cameron, your silent partner.
0: <laughs> Mike Lindell, you, got it. You, had a, uh, you had a real ally here today on the machines. Tell us what's going on at, uh, at pillar.
1: Well, we got a lot going on. Um, we've, uh, we've we're covering. We got the war room policy covered. We're going. If you go to the war room square, you guys were we're extending. We got all the all the percale sheets that came in last week. The whole new line dollars Th- thirty four ninety eight for the queen size. We're doing this. for now, the hold war on. I heard
0: uh, the I heard the I heard the percale Berk- sheets. I heard the Berkale sheets you announced on I think Thursday or Thursday Friday CPAC. This was a blowout. People just loved them. Is that true?
1: Yeah, it's worth well, the price to it. They're the best sheets ever, best per kill sheets in history. And the king size 39.98. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> I love giving all the specials to the War Room posse before anybody else gets them. This is one that's it's exclusive and you guys so go to the go to the website, scroll down, uh, click on the War Room square. And get these percale sheets, but we put all the other specials that are up there too. We've got the blankets that we're keeping on sale. There's some of the flannel left, everybody. And then um, um, there's the famous Giza Dream sheets. These are all exclusive war room specials. The down comforters they're going to be they're going to be closing out there. They're 60% off. Uh, and then you have the famous MyPillow Pillow 2.0, saving 50%. The My Store—I do want to say this—the My Store, you guys, yep. you can also use your promo code at the My Store, and these are thousands of USA-made products. Steve, I got a couple of them right here. This is the ashwaganda gummies and the apple cider gummies. These I take them every day. These are absolutely amazing. I've got just a couple of the products here. I've got Bleed Stop. This was actually developed, uh, a friend of mine, I got to be a friend, of, a friend of his, they use them in hospital stuff. We use them here at pillow. If any, any cut, you put this on there and it seals it. FDA cleared. Um, and you've got the Made in America socks, which I wear every day. All these entrepreneurs, they all have a story behind them. No, and Ma- they, and, and no, we
0: Mike, I had, so, I had so many of these entrepreneurs, I had some of these entrepreneurs come up to me at CPAC and said you had given them a shot to get to a vast audience that people could actually get to their products. And so I think it's absolutely – this is an alternative economy. Stop giving your absolutely. money to people that hate you. You know Mike Lindell is 1,000 percent MAGA and uh, a great patriot. Now he's given a platform, mystore.com, promo code WARM. Again, you get all the sales. Go right there. How many, how many do you have – got to jump, Mike, but how many, how many thousands of guy, people do you have signed up right now de- delivering products and services?
1: for the for the products we've got probably a couple thousand entrepreneurs on there and i believe there's over 3000 products and they uh and that's just on the mystore.com wow. site. And they, you guys can use the same 1-800 number to order the, all the operators are standing by. A lot of these uh, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, that they have their own story, just like I did when I invented my pillow. Yeah. And you can get that. Go to the mystore.com and check out their stories. So your promo code Warroom works on both. Yep. Call that 1-800 number. Steve, I don't have that in front of me. 800
0: but, uh, 800-873-1062. I've memorized that. I go there and okay. tell the operators we got their back. Mike, we'll, we'll see you on this afternoon, Mike Lindell. Thank you very much. And by the way, Lara Logan is probably your biggest supporter. It's unbelievable uh, the support okay. she had for you on the machine. So we'll talk about it this afternoon on the afternoon, okay. at 5 o'clock. I got, the five I got a o'clock big, hour, report, of, got a big
1: report on that, too. Pa- our, our paper ballot campaign we'll, great.
0: We'll talk about it at 5. Mike Lindell, MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. Miles Grimmer, the CEO of Field of Greens. People are asking me at CPAC, how do I keep the energy up for, you know, four days, four hours a day doing everything. I do it through Field of Greens, brother. Tell me why that works. Why does that give me energy?
4: Uh, the The main thing with the, the first time people take it, and I'm sure you felt the, the lasting effects of it is, yeah, America's, we, we don't really eat well. It's no secret. So over time, it's like, uh, Filling a high-performance car with the cheap gas, you start to think that right here is normal. And then one time, if you have an empty tank and you put the premium in on accident, all of a sudden you get the whoa! You know, you hit the gas after putting the good stuff in. And so, people get used to the the, the normal being kind of like groggy. So putting in the, the extra field of uh, greens, fruits, and vegetables, you get that added boost. And it's not just the the first time you do it, but um, over time, that the doctors put in each fruit and vegetable to affect each different part of your body. So the longer you take it, the more you're going to start to increase your, your, your normal, your, your level playing field is going to be higher up. And so that's probably why, you know, when you first take it, you get that initial boost, but four days, you know, um, it's a lot. And so it probably built up those of greens in your system.
0: Where do people go to what we'd like to do is immerse this, uh, audience in information. They love it. They're, they're into the details. Where do they go to find out everything about this?
4: Field of greens.com. and we've put everything on that uh, product page. So you can click into each individual fruit and vegetable inside the product, and it gives you a background of why it's in there, why the doctors put it in there, and they're always working to make it better. Um, it, it, right now, that you know, it's something we're dealing with internally, like Miles, I think if we add two grams to this product. We can make new claims with adding additional servings of each specific fruit. Wow! And something that we're working to do. Wow! And so we're the doctors are always wow. making it better, and and uh, we're always working. We have, right now we have thirty-two different farms that we work with, and always trying to get the best. It's all organic, whole foods, so it's, it's safe it's for the amazing. whole family. It's it's not a supplement.
0: This is this is how I get the uh, don't don't take the one that's uh, got all the advertising. This is the real deal, Miles. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it.
4: Thanks, Steve. Appreciate your time.
0: Thanks Char- for having me back. Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's got amazing information about what they held last night with the evangelical pastors. Charlie Kirk, two hours on populist nationalism. Jack Posobiec after that. You got Tara and uh, Ms. Khan leading back to here at 5 o'clock on Real America's Voice. See you back here at 5. You'll be back in the... For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications